My fellow Australians, I'm addressing you tonight with a very important message. Any given Sunday is just proud to be supported by Australia's fastest growing men's grooming brand, Nut Care, with products like Bear Nuts. Uh, Maka, you've got the Silverwood. And Danny, if you want to show us your comfy nuts, maybe not, maybe they're in use. They're currently on. They're currently on. So Don't show us. But with products like that, um, proudly Australian, Nut Care is taking down under grooming to the modern day man. Recently voted number one by Men's Health Magazine with Bear Nuts Pubic Hair Removing Cream. This one I've got here. Uh, Nut Care is revolutionising male grooming. Um, as proud supporters of any given Sunday Australia, Nut Care is offering listeners 10% off their purchase when uh, using the promo code any given Sunday at checkout. Um, so you just chuck that in at the, at the um, checkout and that'll 10% automatically be applied to any product you get, whether it be the bare nuts, your silver wood or your comfy nuts. Um, yeah, proudly supporting us with 10% off. Get around them. Delicious. Brown 45. Brown 45. You are listening to Any Given Sunday, Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in at least three households, one studio, the Grid on Australia app, ABC app. <laughs> app yep, in the app. If they didn't know they had one, but they do now. The headquarters, even the ABC headquarters, definitely over in Winnipeg. Which I don't know if you boys have kept up with. They are dominating at the moment. I'm pretty sure they are top of the ladder. I was talking to our boy Jameson the other week, and uh, we've been, we've been uh, talking about him in our group chat. So you know we have been keeping up. Yeah, yeah, no, he's all over it. So joining us as always down in his basement in the Never Nevers, Mister TC24 himself at Tim Cardi AGSAU. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Going a lot better than that ad read. Um, yeah. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know at the start it was like we're, we're not allowed to we're in bands so i was going to salute you or or, or not but it's yeah, it it very official i was going for that like presidential address type yes yeah, it's hard um, to do it's hard to do with a straight face that's for sure <laughs> you just had to commit and you did and it was lovely so also our work experience kid junior boy turned senior boy at danny webb agsau how are you mate Good as always, man. Just happy to be here, especially with adverts like that. <laughs> this is why I come to work <laughs> for shit like that. <laughs> if, what is it? If you enjoy you it, you never work a day. You love what you do, man. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I, uh, I don't tell you boys enough. I love doing this with you, so it's never, never any chores. I'm gonna love to see a paycheck one day too. So that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you zeros all you want. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> It'll cop more to make it, make a paycheck, <laughs> like to make a physical paycheck. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just send you one of those oversized ones. I don't know how that's going to go. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, don't know how that's going to go in the mail. But Danny, you you did mention to us just as we came on um, that you you doubled up in the merch today, which leads me into talking about our merch store. Make sure you get in there. We put a post up. We've put up a couple of new more jumpers, new more, a couple of new jumpers on there, uh, and we'll be forever adding different colours as they come in and and they look good. So you got the Kelly green underneath, mate. Yeah, the one of one though, limited limited release just to us, but you know we might might be working on getting it out there. Can't tease it and then not offer it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it'll just be. like it. It's a good play. Yeah, how about when Philly first play in it, we'll release yeah, it. I was going to say it'll come out. Of, I reckon around the time that they come out playing it, it, it might just drop on the uh, the website. Just so, make sure you have a look at that. Uh, and our commissioner, 
you are now very official. The fantasy league is up and running. Oh, that's me. I was like, who's a commissar? Yeah, that's me. Um, so, yeah, lots of work uh, went in over last week and the weekend. We got three leagues up and running. So, thanks everyone for jumping on board. Um, we've got uh, two leagues drafts starting this Sunday and then another league the following Sunday. Um, so looking forward to those drafts and yeah, it's going to be good fun. Um, definitely definitely didn't rig the draft order with two out of three of us picking first. <laughs> no, I, I definitely I'm didn't because I'm, I'm picking last in two of them. Oh, yeah. Is it, uh, we were talking about this, we probably should have asked you off here. Is it a snake draft or is it a... Yeah, snake. So oh. I'm back to back in two drafts. So I, I think that's a shit spot to be, but <laughs> yeah, because then you're going to be waiting 24 picks before your next one. Yeah, I know. But, and just in the, pre- oh, I suppose going bang, bang is not the worst, but yeah, it's just the you're long, two, two decent picks, but yeah, then you got a long wait. Yeah. So yes, now two of the drafts starting this week and then one next week, we'll be all getting together for, which will be exciting. Uh, I have had some questions. The fact that we've got three leagues, mm. will there be promotion? And demotion? Uh, as I see all leagues as on even pegging. So it's not about, you know, they're just league number one, two, three, by number only. It's not by rank or status or anything like that. So I don't go getting any ideas like that. And Tina, what happens when you lose and you get relegated down to the bottom leagues? That means I'll be, yeah. In two years' time, I'll have all three teams in one league, which would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think we mentioned it on the last week's potty, but obviously the prize, there'll be a prize for each uh, winner of each league mm-hmm. um, and it'll include a merch pack, uh, any given Sunday gear. And we'll probably add to it uh, maybe throughout the year as we go on. Yes, as well. especially as sponsors come on, they'll be exactly encouraged right. to, to give. I think we're going to try and get up a another like a pick'em competition as well. So we'll have a, a, lot, of, a lot of stuff. Yeah, happening. I think it's what you ran last year, yeah. Yes, yes. Better than what we ran last year. <laughs> I worked all right. Yeah. Uh, this week we 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 kind of got a couple of we got games on, but they're they're kind of dull weeks leading into. Everyone just wants to get to week one, but we're getting back into the groove. Uh, so we've got a couple of segments that are making their way back. That was a lot longer than I remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't know it been that long, but good on you for having it ready. Well yeah, I've got it ready. And I've also, it is brought to you by our friends, American Connection with a K. Uh, you can't really read it for those on YouTube, but uh, find their socials and that down the bottom. The best way to find them uh, is go through our socials uh, and 10% off with any given Sunday code, but go and search them up. We'll Dr. Danny. Same code for everything. So Dr. Danny's come back in full force with this preseason. The last thing you want to see is those people going down in, in the preseason games. But we'll start off with Commander's very own Terry McLaurin. Uh, he sprained his toe. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was uh, in the victory against the Baltimore Ravens, which is actually huge news in itself because now it was their first preseason loss in forever. Mm. So 25 games or something mm. like that. Four in a row. Yeah. 20 yeah. 20 yeah, so the luckily for him, he had X-rays at the at the game itself. They came out negative, and now he's gone for an MRI, and that's shown that there's no major damage on his toe, which is great news for him and the Commanders. Obviously, they've got a lot moving forward. Then next, we got uh, this is a little bit more serious. The Seahawks, Jackson Smith, 
Nijigba. I practiced that so many times off air, and I was absolutely nailing it. Uh, unfortunately for him, though, he he's uh, been set for wrist surgery, so his injury is more looking like he's going to be out for about three to four weeks. Uh, they're hoping for a speedy recovery. It's more of like a preventative surgery to make sure it's all healing properly. Because uh, the coach was, uh, Pete Carroll was asked if he'll be back for week one, and he said, "We're not ruling anything out yet," which would be pretty crazy to have a broken wrist and then be back in three weeks playing again. But fingers crossed for him because obviously it was a, a big big draft pick for them. Yeah. Uh, it was an injury in the game, wasn't it? Yeah. So it actually looked pretty like innocuous. He went down after uh, a 40-yard catch in the second quarter, okay. uh, put both arms down. They thought it was going to be a touchdown, but it was like just before the goal line. And then it, as he popped up, he like just tensed his wrist a couple of times and no one really thought much of it until he went off and yeah, found out it was a broken wrist. Hmm. All over it. Uh, and did you? I, I heard this story on the weekend about Jimmy Graham. Do you have any news on him? Yeah, so that's not quite an injury. <laughs> no, no at, it's not, but that's all. Okay. It was a very odd one that came up. So I thought Dr. Danny would be all over it. Yeah, so <laughs> what their doctors are saying, and uh, I'm not sure if Dr. Danny really agrees with this, but what their doctors are saying is that Graham likely had a seizure and was disorientated when he was picked up by the Newport Beach police on Friday night. Uh, the police states that he was booked with a misdemeanor charge and charges of use of a controlled substance without a prescription. Doesn't say what the substance is, but in America, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of things that are legal that might not be legal in other countries and you definitely need prescriptions for. Um, but he is back. He's returned back to practice. He publicly hasn't spoken on the matter. And in all accounts, he looked good in practice. So uh, all the best for the Saints and having him back. It would be interesting to see if much more comes out of this, but I highly doubt it will. It's a very quick recovery from a seizure, if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Dr. Danny's just saying, you know, get a second opinion on this one, <laughs> maybe. Actually, they don't want a second opinion. They're saying, no, that's what it is. This kind of seems like a, a team with a lot of money pushing some stuff under a rug, personally. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we'll see what comes from it. No way. No, Danny just throwing out the uh, – you, you'll be getting a spot with Stephen A. Smith soon. It'll be <laughs> good. Put me right next to him, and then I'll get fired like he will. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> we move on to the news uh, boys, in the news, we'll get our sponsors out very early. C2C Rare Threads. Again, any given Sunday is the code. Uh, and again, you'll find all their stuff on our socials. Uh, these guys are huge. I know they've just had a couple of packs bought with our uh, code used. Good to um, see. It's great for them. It's great for us. So I, I look forward to the messages coming and to see. They were the uh, the surprise packs. I keep forgetting what their name. But... The mystery box. Mystery box. So um, I look forward to, yeah, to seeing. Yeah, they look like people getting Father's Day presents sorted. So that's Ah, awesome. smart. We didn't even think of that. That's what? Next week. Yeah. Get on to it. Well, see to see you, reference. All you kids listening, go to your mum and dad's wallets, get out their credit cards. <laughs> Jump on the AG, the Any Given Sunday merch store and buy that. Of, That's oh, it. Percent. He wants one of every team, 32 teams. Make sure you get it. And in a few weeks, Kelly Green will be out as well. That's not official financial advice either. <laughs> no, no, but good luck. Uh, boys, Trey Lance has been pushed to number three because Sam Darnold has been officially named as the backup. Thoughts? Wow. What, does this mean, what does this mean for Trey Lance? 
This is huge news. Like, this isn't, like, when you send us through our little spreadsheet, our little run sheet, this was, like, down near the bottom. I was like, how are we not going to talk about this first? Now I've had to scroll down through my notes to find it at the very bottom because we're talking about it first. <laughs> but, no, this is this is absolutely massive news because uh, uh, what was Trey? He was pick number three in the 20... And they moved up to get him. Moved, moved up, up to get him. 2021 draft, I think. Yeah, 2021 draft. By all accounts, he was meant to be like, you know, the new quarterback of the 49ers. quarterback, yeah. Yeah. And then he suffered a broken ankle in week two and missed the rest of the last season. And then since then, they uh, brought in Sam Darnold, who came from the Panthers, who didn't really have that much of a successful season there. And then now that they've named Brock Purdy number one and they've gone to Sam Darnold number two because he's just had apparently been a lot more in control, in practice. Uh, he's not hitting his, anywhere near as many interceptions. He's just always making the right decision. So they've promoted him to number two. So now it really comes down to what are the 49ers going to do with Trey Lance? Mm. He will cost them $5.5 million in dead money over the next two seasons uh, if, the, if, the, if they trade him. So it will save them $3.7 million in 2023 and $5.3 million in 2024 against their salary cap. But if the Niners release him, it will cost them four point, uh, $14.6 million in dead money with no savings on the cap. Mm. So, or they can keep him. I reckon they keep him. You saw last year just how much you lose one or two, like they're keeping him on. They got down to their fourth string and all the noise out of them is that they want to keep him. Mm-hmm. Like Kyle Shanahan, like they said they want to keep him and like ideally they want to keep him as he alluded to, like things happen, injuries happen and that's how Purdy got his chance. Purdy came in from third string, I think. Yeah, um, yeah it's, like, it's, it's like that Swiss cheese kind of thing that just everything that, can go wrong, kind of did go wrong for for Trey Lance, unfortunately. And yeah, he's just found himself in in QB three. But um, yeah, it's not the end of his journey by any means. Um, I, yeah, I see, like you said, Danny, I see the 49ers hanging on to him. Otherwise, definitely trade. They won't just release him. Um, How do you reckon that sits with Trey? Is the question. Well, so what Shanahan said was, if if Trey's heart is invested somewhere else and wants to be somewhere else, they'll facilitate a trade for him. So it's almost going to have to be initiated by Trey by the sounds of things. If like just going by everything, by everything Shannon had said, if that's all true, it's going to have to be driven by Trey himself. So if he stays, it's because he wants to be there. If he goes, it's because he's found somewhere else and wants to be somewhere else. And odds are in the 49ers actually not having a quarterback to last the whole season. So since 2017, Jimmy G was the only quarterback to stay healthy for a whole season. That was in 2019. Since, yeah, they only did it once, yeah. They've only done it once since 2017. So that's six seasons or five seasons where they haven't had a quarterback make it the whole way through. So technically, odds are in Trey Lance's favour that he might actually yeah. run. Stay on, stay on. Yeah, and, you know, like exactly right. If Purdy or Darnold go down, he's, he's immediately into QB2 and in the backup. So, you know, he's not that far away from getting reps, game day reps. But, yeah, just unfortunately, like just the way – Everything's sort of fallen, and because they did they 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 picked up Donald in free agency in March, I think, just because of the uncertainty with Purdy's UCL um, injury and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, like you said, he's been performing better um, in the preseason in the camps and everything. So found himself in backup. So poor was, old it, was it Loz that come on and was like, Donald will be bloody good in a good system? Like he's played he was pretty two, He's played the Jets and the Panthers, two terrible systems in in the past. Yeah, like. Yeah, he he's going to be super strong. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we agree. Yeah. So it'll be, and like you said, it was 
He was pretty much QB1 with Jimmy last year. And that mm. broken ankle really obviously has cost him. And, and he's so fresh. They keep saying that he's so fresh because I'm pretty sure he sat out a year. You know, everyone, that COVID year, everyone was, you, you could be eligible or you could sit. I reckon he was one of the ones that sat as well. So he really hasn't had many reps over the past like four years. Was that in college that he sat? Yeah. yeah I okay. reckon he was one of the ones, like there was a whole plethora of players that said, no, nah, we're not going to play. It's, you know, family reasons, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I reckon he was one of those. So he's really had minimal football, yeah, in the last yeah, like, two, three years. So they yeah. keep saying how, you know, he's just so raw and we can mould him how we want him, but he's sitting at QB3. But they, they did bring a rule in this year, I think it was because of the 49ers, that you can have a QB not as part of the active list on the day. Um, and if you have a QB go down or two go down, he can suit up halfway through a game and, and come in and join. So... That could be one of his plays to get in. Just have a little sniper up in the top and just make sure That's you like, uh, burn his ankles. Have you, seen, have you seen that movie, The Replacements, with Keanu Reeves? I have, yeah. yeah he comes out at, like in the last quarter or after halftime and yeah, starts playing the rest of the game. It'd be like that. And that could be it. So, yeah, he's not out of it, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, for for his mentals as well, sitting there as QB3. It could be it could be another 2019 and they get through the whole year and he just sits there at QB3 the whole time. It just kind of does show like, you know, business is business and they got a, the 49ers had to make business decisions and unfortunately trades on well, the... Purdy, Purdy won games, so that's good for business. He did, exactly, exactly. So, hmm. Another one that has been named is the Tampa Bay Bucks QB, Baker Mayfield now number one, Cuts. What's this? His third team in three one years. Year. In one year, three years. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, third starting quarterback at a different team. Three years. And then where was he at the? Was he at the Browns? Panthers? Browns Panthers. Browns Panthers. Yeah, yeah. One game at the Rams, and now yeah, he's found himself at the Bucks. Yeah, but he's locked down QB one down there, uh, in front of Kyle Trask. Kyler. Kyler. K Trask. K Trask. Yeah. K Trask. K Trask is his backup. Um, because Mayfield went down there, he signed a one-year deal. It's worth four million. He can get eight point five, I think, with incentive. So it's only a short-term deal, but he's still pretty. He, like he's chock full of confidence. Like there's quotes of him saying, "I expected to be the starter and all that sort of stuff." And I think ultimately his experience um, was what won him the job um, down there ahead of Trask. Trask is still junior, uh, a lot junior to him. I think he sat behind Brady for the two years. I think Brady was there. It was. Trask sat behind him for two years and then uh, someone up, there was a third quarterback there as well. So he, he hasn't had many um, starts or, you know, game day reps. So, yeah, Baker's experience won out there for him. He's got, like, incredibly large shoes to fill, though, with Brady stepping away. Like, yeah. that's, all, that's always going to be tough. And I think a lot of people, like, we spoke about this when we were talking about the Tampa Bay's, you know, uh, preview episodes. But a lot of people put a lot of faith, I think, in Baker Mayfield because he was the number one pick but when he was playing for the Panthers like they dropped him like he was released by the Panthers and that's the only reason he got his shot at the Rams and yes he did perform relatively well at the Rams especially on that he got signed on Thursday and played on Friday or whatever it was um so he 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 can perform and then he's apparently looked the most controlled he has looked in a long time in this first preseason game he completed eight of his nine passes for 63 yards a touchdown and no interceptions but that's looking pretty strong because they're only playing the first quarter or first yeah. half or whatever it was, yeah. like a very small amount of time. And if you're performing like that at the start, like he is showing that he is more controlled. And you kind of you want you want Mayfield to succeed. So hopefully he does 
stick it, stick with it, and stay the number one for the whole season. So he can actually prove to the league why he was the number one pick. Yeah, well, he was number one pick in 2018 to the Browns, and then yep. obviously they signed Watson and moved him on. So he's kind of had that not probably a bit of a chip on his shoulder as a result of that. And like, he's a totally different dude, obviously to Brady, but like totally different presence in the locker room and all that sort of thing. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he fits into the the system down there. You know, a lot of his chip would come from as well. Like he took the Browns to their pl- first playoff run in like okay, twenty one, one years. Playoff game against the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, it come back. It was a big comeback too. Like yeah. So that's I think a lot of that is like, hang on a minute, I've taken you to you know the beginning of the promised land at least, and then yeah. you shit on me I'm and one uh, on a mega deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the and it's the person that they've signed on a mega deal as well. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, he's also had so a lot of it's in his control. He's had sixty five interceptions since he came in the league, which is the most in that time span. So a lot of it's on him. If he can hold onto the ball, you know, protect the pill, do not throw it away, hit your passes, take those little check downs when you need. They've got weapons. So yeah, it's in it's in his hands, I reckon. Well, a little thing I saw just at the end of an article was talking about some um some off the field legal stuff he's got going on with investments. So there was fourteen million dollars invested that's kind of it's gone missing or something and he's there's family involved. It's his dad's and brother were working for this financial company that have invested the money or something like that. And so it's not a it's not a lawsuit or anything, but they're it's been filed within the court and people have to show where the money's gone and things like that. And he, he referenced it saying that um, it, this has been weighing on my mind for the last couple of years and like, you know, all the, everything's going to come out and I'm in the best headspace I've been for a long time. So, you know, whether all that background noise has been affecting in the last couple of years, it'll be, yeah, you know, interesting to mm. see if he, if this is, uh, you know, a, a step forward for him moving away from whatever's going on off the field with all that sort of stuff. And like, um, like I was saying before, he's, Kind of proven that in that preseason game because he's he's hitting all these targets. He only missed missed one pass in that little time that he had. Mm. So he does definitely seem like his head's in the right spot. Mm. Well, time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, I'm I'm just looking at my run sheet and I was like, oh, I don't understand how he had all this all wrong. But I think my run sheet's out and I've missed the main story that we were, I wanted to talk about. Especially, we're going to leave that till last. Wide receiver Corey Davis out of the Jets. He's actually come out and said he's going to step away from the NFL uh, at the tender age of 28, Danny. Uh, yeah, he, he was part of – he was the name thrown up, I know, especially for the Packers about this trade uh, with Rogers. That obviously, he didn't get traded, but I'm pretty happy now he'll be stepping away. <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems like he's got a, uh, something more personal – I think he miss, was missing practice due to personal matters and stuff like that. So I think there's a little, going to be a little bit more to it. And he said in his message that he's not one with words. And yeah, he said he's going to, the word retirement was never in any of his thing. He just said he needs to step away from the game for football. He's incredibly blessed for everything that he's had so far. Uh, that wide receiver room probably could have done with having him there, to be honest. Like, obviously, Lazard, great. And, um, you know, the other weapons that the Jets. Oh. It's not. It's not incredibly deep. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One or two injuries and it starts to get pretty thin. But he he himself was sort of impacted by injury. Uh, the or is he don't has he had two years at the Jets? I think since he came from the Titans. Yeah. So he kind of yeah. This was that's right. This was going to be his third year. It was a pretty big deal that he signed coming across. I think he was going to get a uh, guaranteed ten million or or fourteen million or so for this this third year of his um 
of his contract. But yeah, he hasn't really put up the numbers that he did with the Titans. Like he had his best seasons there. He's just been hampered by injury a bit. So, and yeah, like you said, he's had stuff going on off the field. Um, that's, yeah, that he's decided it's bigger than football and he's stepping away. Mm, it's definitely, when you've ruined it, it probably is a contract year as well for him and you've got the likes of Aaron Rodgers throwing it to you. You're not just stepping away for no reason, are you? Yeah, it's got to be something pretty pretty important, you'd have to imagine. Mm, yeah. So that big story, the final story that I did miss, so scroll back up to the top, Danny. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I don't know how I, I've missed this in our little run sheet, but he uh, he asked for a trade last week. I reckon we mentioned it, and he's been actually granted to go go and seek this trade, and there's upwards of six teams that have looked at him. Yeah, so six teams that have looked, two have actually engaged with proper offers with him. But, like, what a saga. <laughs> what a saga this is with Jonathan Taylor. Um a lot of teams apparently are unclear whether they're going to like meet what the Colts want. I think they want a first or a bunch of other picks that will essentially equate to a first. Yeah. Uh, so it's a pretty big package that they're asking for him. And then his his agent and was it the general manager of the Colts went absolutely at it. Uh, do you want to say the owner? Yeah, yeah. Uh, went absolutely at it on X or formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> um yeah, they it's just called X. Yeah, Is it called X? It's X. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. X. For those, for those who don't know, for those who have been living under a rock, formerly known as Twitter, yeah. <laughs> uh, they absolutely went at each other as well. So, it's, yeah. And then they, then he had a massive standoff and with the whole contract and then wouldn't report to practice or training camps and stuff like that. It has been an absolute mess. Yeah, he's currently on the uh, physically unable to play. And I think with next... Tuesday next week is the cutoff for everyone getting their roster down to 53. So if they're going to hang on to him, they have to either activate him or put him on the pup reserve. If you go on the pup reserve, then you're automatically ineligible for the first four games of the season. Um, so depending what happens, like the, yeah, there's obviously still more to um, unfold here. If they can organize a trade or not, but if he ends up staying a cult, um, what that's going to look like still, still even that's up in the air, even if he stays at the cult. So yeah, it's been dragging on for the whole of um, mini camps and training camps and everything. So massive distraction for the team. Not not what they want with a new coach, new quarterback, um, all that sort of you know trying to move forward. Not 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 ideal having these massive off off field distractions going on, um, sort of creating drama and, and all that sort of stuff. We spoke about how much they need, you know, stability, and this is the complete opposite. We talked about this, is the, you know, the biggest thing they need: stability, continuity, and then yeah, yeah let's just throw in a little bit of off-season drama and in the background. Cats, didn't he get put on the the pup list from a was it a shoulder or a back injury that then he come out and said, "Ah, I've never had that." We were talking about back injury. He had ankle surgery in the off-season, and so it's been attributed to this ankle injury. But like when it came out, there was talk of a back injury, and he's like, "I've never had." That. I don't, I don't Dick know. Dickens Dick like, is right. Dickens is, is right. right. Yeah, but there, there was there was definitely still concerns about that ankle injury, and I'm pretty sure I had yeah. surgery, and there was the recovery period from that wasn't going as smoothly as they'd hoped. Yeah, and that that's that's coming out from uh, Jonathan Taylor's side as well. Yes, yes. Do we have um, who might be interested, or is it just say six teams? Yes. Yeah, it doesn't actually say who. I heard a little sniff this morning when I was doing some other research that the Commanders could be one of those teams that actually engage with an offer. Danny Boy with his ear to the ground. Yeah. I heard the uh, the Bears, which also sucks for me. Let the doctor operate. <laughs> but huge news. And, yeah, I, do, you, do you think it could be a play like we saw 
can't remember who it was, where they just throw it out there and say, well, let's see what the market's offering you. And then, hang on a minute, the market's only offered you, you know, you're going to get a $4 we'll million dollar deal. We're going to we'll match, match the $4 million. Like, yeah, we'll he's, he's due about four to five, I think, but it's asked for more and, and things like that. So could it be a deal, like a, a thing to be like, oh, well, you think you're worth more, but this is what they're paying you. This is what we'll offer you. Yeah, it could be. Like, it's so much smoke and mirrors goes on with all this trade stuff and negotiating deals and everything. And, like, the massive, um, not carry on, but just what's going on with the running back market at the moment. It's pretty, uh, yeah, pretty wild. Which was, well, a lot of this comes down to in the first place because there was the whole argument that he wanted a bigger and better contract moving forward, which is the whole issue that's happening with the running backs all across the league, which is incredibly unfair for, like, such a skill position, like they do do so much and then they're just not getting rewarded for it because at the moment, you know, the passes are more flashy and everyone's more excited about, you know, dropping a long bomb. But if you don't have a good running attack, you're not going to win games. No. You need to run the ball just as well as you can throw the ball. Otherwise, mm. you never make it to the Super Bowl. And there, and it's a position that, you know, really does stand for not for long. They're, they bash and crash so much that they've only got those five, six years of, you know, unless you, Derrick Henry's had a bit longer, but, you know, those not so, you know, he looks after himself so well and trains once a week. That's why he's been able to get through so long. But, yeah, so you, you, they really do push for those big money deals because they're only going to be there for five, six years. Yeah, but it's hard. Like you're saying, Danny, the amount of production that they give, they're not exactly rewarded with those big contracts. Like you see some kickers are on, like kickers are on better money than running backs. It's just like, oof, a bit stiff. It's stiff. <laughs> I'm telling you, you'd be doing a whole lot less work as a kicker. Uh, <laughs> no, Taking a lot, a lot less hits as well. Mm. And they're protected. So. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. The backs uh, back still have to block as well. Like, it's not just running the ball. No, nah, that's right. You're getting you're in there, block. you're taking on the big guys too. You're not just... 100%. And now that you can't cut down like the used to be running and dive at their knees, you can't do that anymore. So you've got that's to take a, them on. That's a good thing though. <laughs> it is, it is. But that just means you're going head-to-head with these big boys. Yeah, good luck. So we did mention that we've got a few segments that are making a return and uh, it's time for questions without notice. One of the biggest segments that we've had ever. Everyone always loved oh, this segment. I, I felt. Think, I think the nuffy was the favourite, but Ah, oh, but we haven't seen it. You're too much of a an old all now. We can't bring back the nuffy. <laughs> oh, we can, we can always bring it back. You can. You can. You don't you gotta send questions. me the question. Well, you have to just tell me and then I can play the thing and then you shoot me the questions. But I do have a couple of questions without notice for both of you boys. First one, we'll send it to your way, Danny. We'll get it from both of you. But Danny, to start with, Sam Howe, he's also been named QB1 at the Commanders. Uh, I I watched his game-winning performance against the Ravens that we spoke about. How far can he lead the Commanders, mate? Well, it's hard. He's in his second year. And Ron Riviera seems pretty confident that they've found their guy, like their guy moving forward, which is massive to say just on your second year. Uh, there was a lot of talk before the preseason that he was going to be this guy. And like, you know, is that where after the, you know, selling the franchise, is Sam Howell going to be the guy to take him forward? And like, you know, let's forget the past. Let's move on. Let's get a winning season. There was a lot of talk of that, but whether it was actually going to happen or not wasn't proven until just now. How far they're actually going to go with him at the helm? I reckon he needs, he's going to need a whole other year underneath him. And then maybe we'll talk about it in week three of them actually making a bit more, uh, week three, year three, making a bit more of a push. 
We'll ask in week three. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, if they go two and zero, then we can start talking about it. I guess. <laughs> Addy, thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I don't think he's got the pieces around him. Like, yeah, well done winning QB one and all that, but I don't think he's got the pieces around him to go too far yet. I think they'll have an improved season on last year. Uh, obviously, he's beat out, so Jacoby Brissett is uh, sitting at backup. But just with the change of ownership and all that sort of thing, I think it's going to be a positive um, feel and, like, you know, a shifting culture around the commanders. And, like, that's all going to go a long way. Um, and, you know, we haven't seen a, heap, a great deal of, of how yet. But um, I don't think, you know, he's not going to be winning Super Bowls in the next few years. But he'll he'll be leading them in the right direction, that's for sure. Hmm. Yeah. They're, and for a team like the Commanders, they do need continuity. They do need a franchise quarterback. They do need someone they can lean on for these next coming years. Uh, just you know, just try and steady the ship. Let's just yeah. let's just make sure everything's all okay, and let's start from the top. Steady the ship, and then let's start to bring in some pieces. And yeah, yeah. I just hope that uh, similar to other situations, you know, it is only his year two. He's still got a long way to go. Long I saw a couple of things on NFL Network this morning where they were just saying, look, he's still young. Like, there was a couple of times that they've worked out one of the – I'm not going to give it away because I know we've got a lot of uh, defensive coaches that watch and listen to us. So there was a couple of schemes that, that just kind of uh, – he wasn't quite reading properly and it was just leaving it open. Uh, he was getting sacked way too easily. So he's still learning. So even if it is not quite the year that they want – even if they go backwards a little bit, don't blow up the ship just on one. Like it's only year two, so still got to give him a bit. As long as we see some improvement in the team as a whole, then I think that's the biggest thing for him going forward. That's what ask for, yeah. Mm. And obviously they've seen enough for them to commit because he's, he's saying that this, not just for this year, like obviously he's going to be QB1 this year, but they're saying like he's he's our guy. This is yeah. it. We're committed yeah. now. Yeah. Although hopefully, hopefully gives old Sammy Boy a little bit of confidence as well yeah. going into the season. 100%, 100%. But how often do you see them, just to be the devil's advocate, come in and go, yeah, look, he's all right, but we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. don't see it too You yeah. can't. They, they never will. So we'll see what happens anyway. Now, question two, Stephen A. Smith, we brought him up earlier. He has come out and said that Stefan Diggs wants out of the Bills. He said he's not happy. There was a little bit of a, an argument on the weekend and Gabe Davis, between him and Josh Allen, and Gabe Davis had to step in and calm everything down. Are they still contenders if he's gone? Ooh. Cardi, we'll start with you. Uh, it's taking away a big weapon, but I think just off the back of the quality of Josh Allen, he's still a contender. They've still got Josh Allen. You're still a contender. Um, it's always going to be tough, like the run that they're going to have to get to a Super Bowl. But I think you can't count him out just for losing one piece. Like, look at, you know, Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill. And they were still able to get it done. Um, still got exactly, still got the ring. So, yeah, it's going to hurt. But I think Allen's too good to um, to not not still class him as contenders. Plus, let, let's not forget they got Dalton Kincaid now. It's Travis Kelsey two point It's over. Ask <laughs> 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 yeah. the Bills Mafia. It's done. I, I like that. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I think it'll. Also, it'll... how much weight but... are we really putting in Stephen A. Smith? Honestly. Well, that's yeah. the other thing too. He's yeah. not, yeah, he's not gone yet. So let's just relax. Yeah, yeah. You never, you never stoked. Like I'm happy for there to be some conversations, but when they're going at it at each other and drawing off, as they say over in there, on the sidelines, drawing off. Yeah, but like that's you see that at every like 
training camp, mini camp, like in like all the coaches are, they're not fighting and there's something wrong kind of thing. So like, I don't know. I think it's just during the game though, not just training camp. Oh, right. Oh, but you know. But it's the only reason they're fighting is because they're both competitors. Yeah. Both yeah. Like, yeah. like you need, you need those strong heads together. Like you need them. Obviously you want them on the same page, but every now and then they're not going to be on the same page. And when they're not the same page, when you're that competitive, you're probably going to get pretty fiery. Out we'll of exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, lucky last question to finish off the day. Chris Jones of the Chiefs has come out and said that he'd be happily – he's obviously sitting at the moment. He's not at training, waiting for a deal to get done. Uh, he's a veteran, so he's being uh, docked $50,000 a day that he's not at training. Uh, he said he's happy to sit out till week eight. Week eight, I saw that. <laughs> this is not resolved. Uh, the Chiefs have a history. Tyreek Hill, that he was wanted a new deal, got moved on. Uh, Tyrone Matthew a couple of years ago he wanted a new deal they weren't willing to got moved on so Chris Jones do you see him as the next big piece out of the defence getting moved on no <laughs> they are not moving on for Chris Jones like he will sit out he will take his $50,000 fines until he gets his money until he gets through his way I cannot see them moving on for him no way uh, I agree Danny boy I don't, yeah they'll they'll find they'll Find a way to make a deal. You don't. You don't want to lose the likes of Chris Jones. He he is that defense. Like he he's a game wrecker. We talked about it um, all last season. He's a game wrecker. You want to hang on to those guys. And I know you'll say well, Tyreek Hill, best receiver in the league, and they let him go. But I think they'll hang on to him. Hmm. The difference is the difference is with letting go someone on the offense. They knew they have Mahomes, who can literally make a play out of nothing. Do you want to let something like that go on the defense? Where like, what are you going to put? Yeah, in? Well, that's right. You could argue Mahomes is the offense. Jones is the defense. You, you know, you you're going to want to hang on to that that sort of player. Yeah, and he he's come out and he, you know, he said in the past he's setting all kind of records for the Chiefs uh, defensively. And you know, just some stats: fifty thousand dollars a day. That's one hundred and forty thousand dollars a week. And he's getting in his contract. It's eight point two million dollars per game. If you do that for eight weeks, the money uh, that, that adds up. <laughs> yeah, Obviously. it's going to add up quickly, but he, like you said, I can afford it. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm presuming he's thinking, oh, just get a, every week I'm not getting paid. You're going to add a little bit more onto my contract at the other end. Just <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. know that. We'll get it back somehow. Yeah. So uh, that's it, boys. Before, that's we on, Anna, before we move on, I've got a question without notice for you, boys. Oh, shit. Apparently. <laughs> Sitting at two and zero and leading, yeah, argue with the NFL with a plus forty four point differential. Raiders, are we winning the Super Bowl? Need the preseason hype. Let's go. I I I sent you a message in the group chat uh, a couple of times about the Raiders looking like incredible in the off season in the preseason. Sorry, um, I know we can't put too much weight in these preseason games because some of them yes, are absolutely. Yeah. They're an absolute snooze fest, and they they are playing the second, third stringers majority of the time. Yeah. But the Raiders have looked way better than anyone was expecting, so you can have that. Thank you. I will throw it out there as well. PFF Pro Football Focus has number one offense, number one defense as the Packers this entire. Oh, what are you going to say? Uh, I was like, you're being awfully nice to the Raiders here. I am not. I'm sure they were number two, mate. Closely behind, especially. All right, we're going to move on. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, but just, uh, just on that, on that, because like I'm assuming both of you boys have finished quarterback by now. Uh, just on the preseason, yeah. did anyone? Obviously, I was watching the Philly games. Did anyone else watch Marcus Mariota's performances? No. How did he go? It ain't looking good. 
Oh. I ain't looking good. He's, at, really, he's the backup of Philly now, isn't he? He's the backup of Philly, which, like, when we signed him, I was stoked. I was like, he obviously had a bit of a rough exit out of the Falcons. Um, and as everyone, if you haven't seen, watch quarterback. It's an incredible show. Uh, but, yeah, so obviously he left the team when he was just got demoted and then he went and got surgery, which no one knew he was having, rah, rah, rah. So, like, I was like, oh, all he needs is probably a second chance. Going to Philly, being in a good system with a good O-line, like, surely he'll be able to perform. And he was making terrible decisions. He was overthrowing passes. Oh, no. It's not looking good. Not looking good for old Marcus. Is he Mm going to be back up? Hang on. I'm going to quickly bring up your depth chart. You keep talking. Well, two's gone, so he'd be... Yeah, I don't... I don't know who the QB3 is, to be honest with you. Uh, he's listed as number two. Tanner McKee is QB3. So he's still Tanner listed as backup. Tanner McKee was coming out and actually playing better than Marcus. So Marcus was played for the first half, then Tanner McKee would come in and like actually keep filling the game. Maybe we'll, we'll keep a close eye on that then. One to watch. Because, Definitely one yeah. to watch there. Uh, speaking yeah. of watching shows in the preseason, has anyone caught the Jets so far? Yep. Both episodes it's been awesome. <laughs> Such really good. good watching. Like, obviously, it's heartbreaking for you to talk oh. about. It makes me smile so much more. <laughs> uh, but, like, he looks so happy. He's enjoying it. He's coaching. And then Zach Wilson's come out in, in the preseason, played incredible. He's playing better than he has in his past two seasons. And his attitude, Wilson's attitude that's coming across through the show, like, seems, like, totally different to the this, this narrative that we were hearing last year about, you know, it was yeah, that, that time in the press conference when he's like, do you take any responsibility for No. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> But he seems like he's changed a lot. My favorite part of both those episodes, I think it was in episode two, was uh, where Robert Saylor like ripped the offensive line, being like, yeah, two. yeah, you guys are not performing the way that you need to be performing. Absolutely ripped him. And then they went and closed out uh, on the Panthers. Mm. The Jets, like, <laughs> obviously, the show's like hard knocks. Obviously, you're, they're always going to hype up the team. And yeah. You're going to have like nothing but full faith in them. But the attitude around like the locker rooms, how happy everyone seems to be there, how competitive they all are. They got absolutely ripped and then they came back and performed. They didn't like, you know, go into the shell. That's a good sign for sure. Huge signs. Huge signs for the Jets. How, how good was um, the rookie show, how they all just bombed and they have to do it again? <laughs> oh, it was cringy. Like it felt bad watching it. They <laughs> just all getting pel- pelted with paper and everything. But Rogers, Rogers just looks like a young kid. He looks like a rookie bouncing around, having the time of his life. Like He looks like he's enjoying it the most out of his NFL career, I reckon. <laughs> he's also come out and said, like, uh, after, say, yeah, after these two years, he reckons uh, Zach Wilson's going to lead the Jets for years to come. Mm. So he's going to try and impart as much of his knowledge as he possibly can on yeah. it. And well, what, 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 an, well, what an addition to yeah, like what an addition that'll be to the Rogers legacy. Like Jordan Love comes over, takes over for the Packers after sitting under behind Rogers and does well, and then all of a sudden he's able to groom and um, you know put Wilson on the right path as well. It's like oh, it just adds to the Rogers legend, I think. And it was shown in the show as well, but like obviously the Jets' defense was everything about the Jets. The Jets all they had last year was their defense, and now they're on their D. Just watching. Oh, and like uh, is it Quinton? Quinton. Um... Big Q? Big Q? Yeah, yeah Big Q. Number 95, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a problem. And, um, 55, the rookie off the edge, the edge rusher that they took at pick 15. The guy that got all the piercings, what's his name? Uh, I know you're talking about. You know who I'm talking Oh, hang on. It should be, is it here? Is it here? Is it here? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he, yeah, he's a beast as well. Yeah. 
it's like they're showcasing the best of everything that they've got. So it's going to be a real test week one. If they're not coming out week one and absolutely dominating, the show is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full game. It is a full game. I think we still have to look back and think, you know, it is preseason. Everything's going to look better than what it always does. I don't know if you've ever watched it in the past. Wet I always do. But it is funny, interesting that you mentioned that the O-line copped a spray and, and came back out. That That's the talks around the traps that their O-line is their only real weakness. That's that's the if they're if we're gonna beat him, we're gonna get to Rogers through the O line. So the fact that they cop the spray and then come back out and, you know, showed a couple of pills and uh put their nut care on and and then and, and uh <laughs> manned up a bit, it's that's good for them. Yeah, but like they weren't only, only getting sprays from uh the coaches, but also Rogers gave him he's like you need you need protect them. Yeah, well, shit, he's the one he's like, I'm, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get absolutely smashed if you're not doing your job, so yeah, so he's like, he essentially was like, do your fucking yeah. job, which is huge. Like, if, if, um, that's what you want to lead up. Yeah. If Rogers is saying that to you. You got, yes, sir. Yes, sorry, sir. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, we're back. We're back. I'll jump. <laughs> now, you want me to jump? But nice work, boys. Uh, we got longer out of this episode than I thought we were going to. That's, uh, that's huge. Uh, massive congratulations to you, Karts, uh, repping that Raiders any given Sunday shirt. It looks very crisp. It's and dope. that one is actually for sale. So <laughs> it is, it is, you'll find it on the shop, actually. Yeah. So make sure you go and check that out. But uh, if you haven't told all your friends and your family and your neighbors about it, you're really doing yourself an injustice. Make sure that they will know about it. You can talk about what we talk about every yeah. week. Uh, look forward to this week's games. Do you know who everyone's got? Uh, I've got it here. Stand by Ooh. Philly. You're playing the Colts Ooh. at home. Uh, where are we? Green Bay. You've got the Seahawks at home and the Vegas Raiders are traveling to Dallas. Mm-hmm. All right. Good luck to everyone. Week three of the preseason. Let's go. Let's close out this preseason. Yeah. 3 no, baby. Let's last, last game of the preseason before we get to the real stuff. That's what we're all about. Uh, this is real. This is real. This can't yeah. Yeah, so you're going to go 3-0 in the preseason and you'd be lucky to win three games in the preseason. Oh, Just oh, one. Hey, be nice. Be Just, nice. I love the Bears. Uh, well done, boys. Make sure that everyone finds us. I've gone through all the socials where we were. Any given Sunday, yeah. .au is Instagram. Yeah. Otherwise, find us on the Twitters. We'll see you next week. On the X. On the X. On the X. On the X. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I'm still new to this. Elon, thank you. Go, Randy. Hey. <laughs>